Welcome to the Gamers Over 50 podcast. This is episode number 24, how to play games with friends and families remotely. This is going to be the hardware episode. I'm going to do episode 25, which will be the software episode, so the game stuff you can do. And I brought this up because I'm currently uh, in the Seattle area, and right now, as of uh, March 13th, wow, it is Friday the 13th. Ooh, I just got chills on that one. Maybe we'll have to do a horror. Maybe I'll do a horror podcast. I don't know. I don't think it's a good idea right now. Uh, but right now, everyone in the world is being affected by the coronavirus, COVID nineteen. And it, there's just a ton of people that are out there that are that are dealing with this. There's sports. Everything's you know going. We're going. I just read we're going to a national state of emergency. Other countries are shut down, like Italy. Um, you know, the reason we're doing all of this is because this virus is very, very, very bad. In fact, deadly for folks who are over 60 or may who have a, a pre-existing condition, asthma or some type of a breathing condition. And it is important to be, and I think the word I, I was using yesterday was socially responsible because everybody's using the word socially and saying socially distancing and all these different uh, concepts. But it is important for us to think about those folks. And part of this reason I put this podcast is because I have several neighbors who are older than me. Uh, I'm 50, so they're older than 50, and they're in their 70s. I am concerned that you know being in the house, being stuck with the news on all the time, is not a good thing. And you know, I've I've actually asked one of my neighbors, I'm like, hey, do you guys ever play any games or anything like that? And you know, their, their answer was no. And I said, well, you would, if you need to deck cards, if you want me to bring over, I have some extra computers and tablets if you need to surf the internet. Brought those up to them. So it's, you know, it's something we can think about. Um, this time is really, really bad if you're an extrovert. And a lot of folks that I know that are uh, older in our neighborhood are. So I really wanted to come up with something that is is just helpful. And like I said, something that where we can help our friends or family, and you may have a family member. I do. I have two family members that are in their 70s, and they live many, many states away, and it's not like I can just run over and say, hey, let's play a board game, or, or would I run over because I don't want to carry anything. Uh, so I have some really good friends locally that I could definitely go over. It's a Vashon Island to visit, but she has, has a pre-existing condition. She's dealing with an autoimmune disease. She's a cancer survivor. Got to think about these things, folks. So think about that when you are going out. Be very, very careful. And I don't want to sound like a, a public service announcement, um, but it is something that I want everybody to kind of think about heavily because as you, you know, maybe you're healthy and you're going around, you could be in touch with someone who may be in touch with someone who's not that healthy. So with that, uh, really the episode is about finding that. So Instead of getting that cabin fever, and you know, I'm hoping this podcast and next one are really going to help with that, uh, we're going to talk about multiplayer games. And multiplayer, and then we're going to talk about multiplayer games mainly on tablets. There's a lot of multiplayer games, but I am not uh, one for someone who, had, and I am assuming I would go to my father and say, hey, Dad, let's jump on World of Warcraft, or Dad, it's, let's go play some Call of Duty uh, versus, hey, Dad, you want to go play uh, Solitaire, or not Solitaire, but you want to go play... Um, spades or hearts or a card game, dad loves card games. Um, you know, or maybe, Hey, let's join a poker room and you and I can play poker together online and we can talk on the phone while we're doing it. So really we're talking about multiplayer games 
that maybe you're not shooting people, but more of more of interactive where you can play with someone some somewhat like having a board game. And I will share a lot of those as we're going through the software because I've got a ton of games and I asked a lot of people, hey, what are some cool games that maybe I don't know about? So, you know, going through this, we're going to talk about that multiplayer. And so this one will be all about the hardware. But I do want to talk a little bit about what multiplayer games are before I get into the features and the price points and what's good about one tablet versus another tablet. And maybe why someone who has health reasons, this would be a great way for them to connect, not just stuck watching TV, but the ability to, uh, you know, build their spirits. And remember in the previous podcast, I think it was episode 21, we talk about how games are good for you. And how games can give joy and happiness. So, you know, this is this is an, hopefully an effort that will help those folks. All right. So what are multiplayer games? And for this example, multiplayer video games on a tablet or a phone is a game in which more than one person could play the same game in the same environment at the same time. And this is either online, like on the Internet, connecting to a wireless network, or even some tablets and phones definitely have cellular networks that they connect to. Now, if you're getting a tablet, and I'm just telling you ahead of time, excuse me, there will be extra charge for cellular service. Now, if you're a customer of AT&T, and I am, I think that charge isn't as much as like having a brand new device. So you have to do a little bit of research on this. But if you have someone who has access to wireless, you know, go to the wireless. Now, how do multiplayer games work? So there are really a lot of multiplayer variations of online gaming, and they all include connecting to a service. Now that service could be a Facebook. It could be a game company like Zynga or Big Fish Games. And yes, they all have kooky names. So hooray for that. And kooky, nip word of the day. I'm gonna actually add that to the word of the day in our house. But you could connect to a certain device. So maybe Apple, and they have their Apple Game Center, or you have Google Play, or Amazon's App Store, you know, Amazon Prime, all of those have services that you can connect to. And just as a hint, those are the tablets we're going to be talking about. Um, But these services are where you can connect to family, you can connect to your friends, you connect to games. Um, you can play games with random players and, and a random player isn't going to get your phone number or your address. They'll say a name. So <clears throat> in my case, and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to say, um, my name would be Ricardo Shilly Shally for all the big bang fans out there. So maybe my name is Ricardo S out there on that. And you could put a name out there. Maybe you have a name that you wish people would call you, um, Sometimes I wonder if people should call me Jack. I think I could be a Jack. I have a friend named Jack. He's a really good Jack. And maybe I could be like him. We could be like Jack of whole trades. Anywho, you can really put your name out there. You don't have to put your whole name out there. Definitely don't put your last name out there, just as an FYI. Very important to uh, not, you know, give too much information for folks. But, you know, again, these are random, you know, discussion games. Now, Most of these games are turn-based. So what a turn-based game is, is like Monopoly. Everyone takes a turn. Cards, everyone takes a turn. So you have those kind of games that are out there. Um, And, you know, you have trivia games where you both go at the same time. And you both select an answer. Or what's really interesting about these trivia games is you're not doing it at the same time. But you select an answer and maybe somebody else is selecting an answer. 
and it's happening on your tablet or phone at the same time and you hit and the timing goes into play. So <clears throat> assume these are like playing a game in person or I have actually played chess um, when I was much younger before the internet. I played chess on a mail service. So I was mailing someone and they would send their chess move and I would get my chess move. And let's say that's the longest chess game I've ever played. But again, these are where you're you know, remotely connecting to folks. Now, at the end of the game, you're going to have a score. You may get experience points for, say, you've played this many games. You may earn badges. You may earn avatars. And avatar is not the, uh, the, the blue people in the James Cameron movies. But they're a picture or someone in the game that you can go and see. Uh, maybe you were playing, and I'm going to use a Star Trek reference. You get to play, and you get to pick your avatar as Mr. Spock. And you got the Mr. Spock picture. Or maybe you get a ship or something like that. Now, all of the multiplayer games are just great because let's just say you're sitting there and instead of watching TV, you could be doing a trivia challenge. And maybe it's a trivia challenge and you're a geography teacher. Or you would play ge a geography challenge. And I'll tell you the one person to not play a geography challenge again is my friend Kate Edwards who has a doctorate in geography and has spoke at the Royal Geography. So I'm not going to play Kate in geography, but I will play Kate in college basketball trivia because I know a lot about college basketball trivia and I will probably beat Kate in college basketball or maybe uh, F Scott Fitzgerald trivia. There are TV show games and trivia. So you kind of get an idea. There is an immense amount of what we want to play games in. Um, I bet there is like an, and I was a huge Green Acres fan as a kid. Excuse me one sec. <clears throat> it's clearing my throat. Allergies this time of year as well. Um, but I was a huge Green Acres fan. And I would love to do a Green Acres trivia at some point. I may be doing that later today now. But there are so many games multiplayer wise that you can find a fit. Or let's maybe say you have a, an older friend or a relative that is not aware of something like this. You develop a brand new connection with this friend or relative and you have something fun to do together. So multiplayer games, awesome. Now that we know what they are, let's talk about the hardware or what you play those games on. So I'm going to give you some benefits of all the tablets. So everything we're going to talk about, I'm going to give you benefits. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about each different type between the Amazon, the Android, or Google, and then the, uh, did I say Amazon? Yeah, I said Amazon, and then Android, Google, and the Apple tablets. So all of them can connect to the internet. They can do searches. You can look stuff up. You can communicate with your family, if your friends. You can do text. There's uh, apps that you can do calls, or you can do video chats. You can watch videos. You can play music from different services or, or open places. You can listen to radio stations. I listen to a radio station actually in Kentucky uh, as I try Monday through Friday. I'm a big fan of it, so I try to listen to it just because I'm a big sports fan of there, so I want to listen to that type of stuff. You can actually read and listen to books, um, and we'll talk a little bit about that. I'm not going to dive too deep into it because I think I'd be doing an Amazon commercial if I did that. Um, one of my favorite things, and mind you, this is not something you can play with other people, but you can do paint by numbers. And I like doing paint by numbers, but when you can just touch the screen and you can do all the numbers, <clears throat> excuse me again, there's those allergies, uh, you can totally do this. Each of these tablets also have a voice assistant. Apple has Siri, Amazon has Alexa, 
and we haven't got a really cool name yet for the uh, Google Assistant. But these are somewhere where I can say, and I'm not going to say it because I have two of those devices in the room. But I'll say, it's, I say, hey, Google Assistant, I want to do, or what's the weather like? And it'll read you the weather. Or, hey, Google Assistant, can you play radio station for me? And to say the radio station. Uh, really helpful. And then if you stay on a certain platform, and I say platform, so like Apple, Amazon, Google, Android, you can keep all your apps. And some of these make it really easy for you to transfer to the settings. All right. So let's step into it. And I rolled a dice to see who got to go first. I did use a three-sided dice which is really not a three-sided dice. It's a four-sided dice, but I didn't count one of the sides. Anywho, I did roll a dice to figure out who was going to go first. Apple won. So we're going to talk about Apple iPads first. Now, Apple iPads are designed that, and I'm reading this, this, this is the features that they have on their site. So they're Apple-designed chips that transform how you experience photos, gaming, and augmented reality. And I haven't even talked about augmented reality, on, and we'll talk about that in the software. But is the ability to kind of uh, have games occurring in your living room or sitting out your window, um, maybe kind of fun. Um, all that power really travels. iPad is incredibly thin and so light, you can carry it with you everywhere. And it has up to 10 hours of battery life to keep you going all day. Stay connected on the go with fast Wi-Fi and up to gigabit class LT, which is cellular data. Um, you can even print, project, and send files wirelessly. Okay, you can do that in each one of these. So each one of these, you can do that. I just want to call stuff out when I see it. Uh, there are a million designed apps for iPad. That is true. They have a lot of apps. And with the iPad, you get hassle-free updates. It'll actually automatically update. Something you can set up on all three tablets as well. And the final thing is we believe technology is the most powerful when it empowers everyone. That's why iPad comes with accessibility features to support vision, hearing, mobility, and learning needs, including voice control, which allows you to command your iPad with your voice. And switch control will let you interact with the iPad without touching it. Okay. That is within each one of those. I will say, and I'm just going to give a, uh, a, a boost up, I, Apple and Google, or Google Android, so Apple iPads, Android devices, or Google devices, have the best accessibility. And that's because they're built on on certain accessibility things. It doesn't mean the Amazon had, doesn't have the best. It has almost all the stuff. There's just a few things that are a little different. But again, Amazon has Alexa. Actually, we should say, hi, Alexa. Let's see if she answers. She's not answering. No, good. I think I turned her off so she wouldn't answer. Cool. Anywho, so here's my take on the Apple devices. I'm actually an Apple fan, but I became an Apple fan back in the 70s when I got an Apple IIe. Uh, my, my family had one. We had them at school, and I became enamored with them. And then eventually I did move to the iPhone, and the iPhone is really kind of what made me purchase an iPad. Now, I also have an Android device and a Kindle device, so I'm committed to all of these. I love technology and there are great things you could do on each. Um, but I got stuck being committed to Apple because I bought music and applications and movies over the years. And I've actually had Apple devices for 13 years now, I think. I saw that the other day. I was like, wow. 
wow, that's a long time. And at one point, Apple would give away free music and movies at Christmas. They don't do that anymore. Hey, Apple, go do that. That'd be really cool again. Um, and Apple is good if everyone has an Apple device. So let's say I have an Apple iPad. My mother has an Apple iPad. My wife has an iPad. My daughter has an iPad. My son has an iPad. My neighbor has an iPad. If everybody has an iPad, we can all do all the iPad stuff together. Now, there are certain applications that the application does not care what device you have. And we'll talk a little bit about that. It's the application is handling it. But if you're trying to do, say, uh, FaceTime, which is Apple's, you know, talking to people, you're going to need to have an Apple device. Um, I don't want everyone to be pressured into Apple, though. Apple is shiny and they're the super coolest. They're like Cadillac or Lincoln or I'm trying to think of other like really cool brands. But, you know, they're like the best, you know, coolest high end kind of brand. You don't have to get an Apple. You don't have to go to the big shiny company. You know, Amazon and Google's devices are really good as well. Apple is just kind of there. It happens. You get it. So Apple's great. Apple has a lot of good stuff. One thing I will say, I have beaten my Apple devices up pretty heavily. They have taken the beatings. My Amazon and Google Android devices haven't. But when you find out, we'll talk about price points and stuff like that in a minute. Those other devices are not built to be stainlessly steel all over the place and special glass, etc. Those other devices are to deliver functionality. And that is good. That is maybe the best. The stainless steel is great, I guess. Um, I don't know. It doesn't show my fingerprint, so that's always nice. Anyhow, let's move on to the Android or Google devices. Now, Android is the operating system or the software that runs the device. So they say an Android tablet. Well, that's because the tablet runs Android software. You might be able to put other software on there. If you're a crazy computer scientist, you could do that. I have done that. I was a crazy, crazy computer scientist for a little while. Uh, part of my life, I'm now a little more, less crazy, um, more into games. So, you know, Android is the best-selling operating system worldwide since 2011 and on tablets since 2013. Uh, let me preface that with it's the best-selling because it's they give it away for free or a very limited cost versus Apple. Part of the reason Apple is so expensive is because they charge you for the software and the hardware. But the software for Android is basically free. Then you can get boosted up. Uh, they have over 2 billion monthly active users. So we're looking at what? Getting close to a third of the population on the planet, a little bit over a third. Kind of over a third. Yeah, over a third. So they have a lot of folks that use it. And they have 2.9 million apps, which, yes, that's more apps than a million, which is Apple has. Now, understand, with those apps, you may have, um, let's pick on, say, Words of Friends, which is Scrabble-like, or Scrabble. You may have Scrabble in every single language out there, whereas on an Apple, maybe you have Scrabble in, you know, and it changes, the, you can change the language in the app. So there are a ton of apps out there. And we're going to talk a little bit about this because I'm going to give you some, some inside information from my point of view being I've worked in security and stuff like that. Now, the cool thing is 
There are so many brands of Android tablets that you can buy. You know, think of every PC maker has made one. Almost every phone company has made a tablet. There are a ton out there. You can also buy these anywhere. Walmart, Target, Fred Meyer, Meyer, Cellular Carries, eBay, online places. And Android allows you to make changes so you can change your software. Now, I'm going to get this out of my system first because this is where we get into my take on this. Android is an open source operating system. So only update your device from Google and maybe your cellular carrier because they have special things for your cellular connection. Same for getting apps. Get those apps from a site that you know, like get it from the Google Play Store. Don't go over here because, oh, I noticed this app is $5. Oh, that's expensive, but I can get it for a dollar over here or free because most of those apps have malware or other viruses in them. And you could lose personal information, banking, credit card stuff. I'm not trying to scare you. It's true. All right. So now the smoke alarm has gone off and I went up and I waved the towel. I've given you my be worried of this. Android is probably the best option if you your family does not have tablets or maybe an older family member doesn't have a tablet and you don't have a tablet because you can get them relatively cheap and you can get them. You don't have to get the full blown, awesome stainless steel level price point is very cost effective. The features from one company may be easier to use with someone. They may be a lighter tablet. So somebody who has arthritis, somebody who needs a bigger screen for some vision issues, you can definitely buy those. And the reason I'm saying this is when I bought my first ever computer for me, not that old Apple II I had, it wasn't Apple, it wasn't IBM, it wasn't you know um, HP or something like that, or Lenovo. It was put together from a lot of different producers. And you're going to find tablets that are that way. They have great processors, they have great memory, awesome stuff. And you'll get cheaper features because you're not buying it directly and getting the, I'm doing the air quotes here, the Apple air quote. So with that, you're going to get great deals. So if you need to buy two tablets, because maybe you don't own them, Android is probably the way to go. Again, add in the Google Play, Google App Store, the Google Assistant behind it, and you're going to get a good tablet. So if you've never bought a tablet before, and you're like, hmm, I saw this really cool game, and there's like, oh, this is Star Trek or Star Wars, or maybe it's a, a sports game, and I want to try it out. You can get into an Android tablet for like 50 bucks um, with tax, of course, and stuff like that. All right. <clears throat> now that I've given Android and Google all sorts of love, and anybody who knows me knows I'm not a fan of Google. It's a personal thing. I'll, I'm not talking about it. Um, it is kind of a funny story, though. Anywho, let's talk about Amazon. So the Amazon Fire tablets, not the Amazon Kindle, which is a reader, but the Fire tablet. And I'm going to read right off their site. The Kindle Fire is a line of tablet computers developed by Amazon, built with a quanta computer. Great. The Kindle Fire was first released in November 11th. Has a feature. It has a color, seven-inch color, multi-touch display. They get bigger as well as that. Um, and you can run. It runs a custom version of Google's Android, so the Android tablet called Fire OS. So this is where Amazon has made a special version of Android. And we talked about being safe. Amazon's a safe company. They have lots of money, and you can sue them. That's why they're safe. Um. That's what I consider safe, which is where we are anymore. But 
The other thing is you can enjoy millions of movies, TV episodes, games, apps, ebooks, and songs, stream or download thousands of videos from Prime Video, Netflix stars, Disney Plus, Showtime. You can do the uh, Prime, Netflix stars, Disney, Showtime, HBO, Hulu, name it, on all those other tools. You can actually run them all in here. And they have 570,000 apps and games, as well as 475,000 Audible tile titles. And again, millions of songs that are all built into the Prime service. So I just want to start this out. <clears throat> and this is my take on this. is it Amazon's Fire Tablet is a turnkey solution. I mean that by it is you get everything in all in once. You don't have to load it. It's there. You have a space where you go directly. You add a little bit of security in it. So it is kind of the middle ground between iPad and Android tablets, because it is Android. So it's a little there where you have everything. You have so many apps that are built for this. You have, you know, the, the funny thing is, and I said this, Amazon delivers. Ha, ha, ha. That is my first delivery joke ever. Anywho, it, it does deliver a really good product. So if you have someone who is technically like, hey, just put the app there and let me push the button. Fire Tablet is going to be exactly what that person needs. It is quick. It is easy. I like the fact that it has the, if you buy the, if you have the Prime service, there are books and audiobooks that you can read for free. Or let's say if you have them, and this is the best part about it, let's say me, I have a Prime account. I can actually use what's called the Amazon household. And I have audiobooks. I have books that I've purchased. I have books that I've seen. Oh, this is for free. And I've gone out and got those. So really, really, really important that, you know, you understand that this is an easier way. <clears throat> Excuse me. Last call for the day, I promise. So if you're looking at that and you want to put that tablet in front of someone and you want it to be easy, there you go. So you have ease of use. All right. So I'm going to do a quick rundown of some of the numbers here because you can do all the numbers too. And I, I hope you do. But Apple, you're going to spend $329 to $1,699 on their tablets. Android, $49 and up. Amazon Fire Tablets, $49 and up. Screen size on Amazon or Apple's can go between 10 inches to 12 inches. And Android, 7 inches and up, really big ones. Amazon Fire, 7 inches up. The weight is about the same everywhere. Uh, Apple's are about 1 to 1.39 pounds. And you're going to look at 10 ounces and up on both the Fire and, and the Androids. Storage for Apple is 64 gigabytes to 1 terabyte. Storage on the Android is 32 gigabyte and up. The Amazon Fire, and this is the one place I was looking for a lot of information. It says 16 or 32 gig, but I think you can, you know, I think it gets bigger. Now on Apple, you cannot add additional storage. But on the Android, you can and then the Amazon Fire, I was trying to find out if you could. A mine, I can't, but it looks like, and a mine's a little older one too. Um, you might be able to. Battery life, nine to 10 hours on the or for the Apple. On the Android, variable, Amazon Fire gave 10 hours. All three have cameras for video chat. Great. All three do Wi Fi. Apple and Android have an optional cellular option on most of them. Amazon Fire doesn't. I'm assuming at it like in the next month or a year, Amazon will be will have a cellular. All of them allow you to put headphones in, but they have speakers. And then from a security point, and I used to work in the security industry, Amazon or sorry, 
and we'll just start with Amazon. Amazon is locked down. It is closed. You can't open it up, but it's closed. It's a proprietary system that they've built with the Fire OS. It's a, again, turnkey. Great. On the Apple, same exact thing. Software and the hardware is all Apple. It's locked down. Part of what you pay for. You pay for the Apple iOS or uh, Apple software. Uh, Android. It is open source, so you're going to have a lot of different ways to get your software there. Hardware, it is wide open, which gives you a ton of features. That is a good thing. It also be, oh, I bought this, and now it's not complementary to something in three to five years. Okay, I'll leave you with this. All of your, fa- all these tablets can do one thing with friends and families during what's going on right now with the coronavirus. You can connect electronically. You can have an outlet to talk to people, play games. If someone is sick and you want to show them your kids or you want to say, hey, you know, mom, take a look at this awesome blue flicker I saw at my window, which he's coming back and forth all day today. It's great. He's a wonderful, beautiful bird. Or, hey, look at these beautiful flowers that were growing on my tree. You can do that for someone who can't leave their house because it's dangerous for them. You can connect with them. You can help them. You can give an outlet for joy and happiness like all games do. All of these tablets do this. They help reduce the stress. And, you know, it's really important. Now, our next podcast, I'm going to try to get it out today. So we're going to have two in a day, which is a first, is going to be about applications and games that you can load on these tablets so that you can watch something. You can listen to something. You can read something and you can play games together. So look forward to that podcast and please be healthy. Wash your hands for 20 seconds. Be cognizant of, you know, there's older people that people are talking to because they are the most susceptible and please take care of yourself and play some games for some joy. Thanks.